0: I'm ready. All right, we are live and back with another episode of the Strength and Philosophy Cast. For those of you watching along on video, you are blessed to see Doug S. Got to keep his name private. He's a uh, government employee. Um, He is a longtime weightlifting competitor. I might humble brag here for him and just let you know that he is the 94 kilo Indiana State champion in 2016. Oh no, wasn't it 15? 15 14. There was a lot of bomb outs. <laughs> um, I don't remember what the numbers were, but uh, Apti was here training mm. last summer and he didn't find it quite as funny as I did when I, when I introduced him and said these are two champions sharing a moment. Uh, I don't know why a no. world champion wouldn't want to be compared to that. It
1: was, it was definitely lost in translation, the, uh, the joke. The joke fell flat to Apti. Yeah, the, uh, the, the key to success is finding a sport that no one else is doing. And then hope for hopefully, the few people that are better than you just don't come. <laughs>
0: yeah, I mean, it's, um, it's a good
1: shot. It's what I've been, yeah. I've, I've ridden that for a long, long time. Now,
0: you know, people people out there might know you from like CrossFit Games 1 <laughs> when you were on the, the reserve team member backup, but you still somehow managed to out dumbbell snatch Nick your rank
1: card. I, 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 <laughs> I, listen, it's the same thing. It's the mediocrity. I wallow in that <laughs> mediocrity level. I mean, if there's an alternate. Spot to be taken, I like to fill it. So
0: give us the lowdown on beating Nick Rankar. Well. you know he's listening.
1: No, I'm sure he's not. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I grew up with Nick uh, from elementary school, and he's beaten me at everything in my life athletically for the better part of 20 years. Um, I haven't spoken to him in a long time, but, yes, the uh, dumbbell snatch, I believe it was 20, 2011, 2012 regional. My time did beat his, and I let him know it a few times, but. So
0: it was good to keep him humble.
1: Obviously, obviously.
0: We had a guy that <laughs> that trained here, Josh Jones, now strength and conditioning coach at uh, Vanderbilt. He played football with Nick at Indiana State. Yeah. And uh, Josh was here lifting. Good lifter, mm-hmm. solid 170 kilo. Clean and Yeah, I've seen him. He's good. But he got text messages from his former teammates that said, Dude, you're being outlifted by the fucking kicker.
1: <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, in his defense, though, Nick was the strongest kicker, I think, that's ever graced. Uh, this On this, the earth. Yeah. Right? <laughs> yeah. Uh, all right, so, uh, you know, Doug, we're going to get right into it. Today we're going to be primarily
0: covering uh, just all, all aspects of weightlifting uh, scandal, rumors, uh, and things like that. So... Um, we'll talk a little bit about kind of some things that's happened with Tom uh, Tomas Ion. Tomas yeah. Ion. Very well done. Yeah, just butchered that. But anyway, the president of uh, the IWF. Um, so a couple days ago, there was a slip-up, supposedly, on social medias. And they announced temporarily that worlds had been moved. I'd seen that, yeah. Conveniently. To the home country of the most doped weightlifter. Actually, I want to take that back. No. no not the most doped weightlifter, but of the most of notoriety. Yeah, the, the most, most popular. Famous, most yeah. famous, yeah. Uh, th- but they're going to move the, the worlds to Kazakhstan, and this would line up well with the valiant return of Ilya to the sport that he was supposedly banned from.
1: Well, I am waiting with bated breath. On Ilya's return, was it in Almaty in in twenty fourteen? Right, also?
0: It, which makes me think that it could be a typo or like yeah. somebody just like let the ball drop. But it was on two different well, like well-respected social media platforms, and then the posts were then redacted and taken down. Mm-hmm. And I immediately text uh, another anonymous source of mine, say, "Hey, is this is this a thing?" He said, "Yeah." He said, he said that he saw it too, but uh, that had been taken down. And this brings us to like. The first interesting point I would like to discuss, mm-hmm. and that is, has the IWF effectively done anything to clean up drug use in the sport of Olympic weightlifting?
1: Well, I think they have. I mean, they've at least tried, but I don't know if they've done a very good job of it. I mean, how many, how many doping tests, how many doping violations were hit in 2016 in Rio?
0: Uh, the, enough to basically enough to get banned. To banned. You have <laughs> to get the hell out of here. And you know, and that's like that's the thing is. So Ion has posted a letter on the IWF website, which it's up there, and you can read it. And it basically pats himself on the back. Why not? <laughs> I mean, you know, you got to be your biggest fan. <laughs> basically, pats himself on the back uh, and says, you know, hey, we've done everything to clean up this sport. Uh, he mentions that in Anaheim, when the world championships were here, that there were 236 or 37 blood and urine tests and only six positives. You know like the, and he's using that some as a big measure of success, but the reality of it is, is the biggest group of cheaters in the world weren't there right? like the top nine most defensive countries
1: didn't who participate. Take, yeah who take all the medals before that they're no longer there Correct. and then there's six positive tests <laughs> right. so yeah I mean it's fantastic. And not
0: only, not only are they not there competing they're in their training halls breaking world records mm-hmm. by 10 kilos in some instances in the clean and jerk. <laughs> yeah like a training PR.
1: I love training PRs. Yeah, it's as, as, as an aside, I love training
0: PRs. You can only wonder like how much tea is pumping through the veins. Oh, I think a lot of tea. So you know, with, with so I, I'm saying that they've cleaned it up. They laid out a a roadmap, okay, for Russia to basically get back in. Right. First of all, let's back up. I'm of the opinion that if the IOC, the International Olympic Committee, wasn't embarrassed at the 2016 Rio Games, we wouldn't even have this conversation. No, I don't think at all. And they basically had egg on the face, were embarrassed that there's this much doping Mm -hmm. scandal in the news about the Olympics, because the Olympics are supposed to be about fair play, equality, unity all the original mm. envisions of Pierre de Coubertin <laughs> right which was you know in 1896 yeah, yeah. like nothing's changed politically since 1896 no. right and so it's supposed to be all about fair play and it's not so it's a little bit ridiculous that the IOC is offended you know because we most people can step back and realize that snatching 220 kilos is not really not human it's not possible. normal no. right? like that's not that's not like the guy that works at Lowe's, who on the weekend is an amateur athlete, just snatches 220
1: kilos. Which I love, as someone who does that. Like I appreciate that guy, the guy that works at Lowe's, that comes in and is the uh, the guy that's trying to snatch triple digits. But I understand that that's a normal person. Right, right. 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 He's a normal human a being. A normal human being snatches in that realm. Right. He does 100 he does, kilos. He, right. You don't – I mean – Maybe there's the anomaly. I don't think so though. Where you can just walk in and even after a decade plus of training, snatch 220 kilos just naturally. Right. I mean, that's fantastic. I mean, I don't know. Right. It, that's color me plus. Well, okay. So I mean,
0: you know, it, Lasha right now is more or less the golden-haired child of weightlifting. Right. right. He's like oh, the yeah. one that can do no wrong right. because there's this huge void with. Because all of our heroes Russia, got taken down, yeah, right. <laughs> With you know, Russia, basically all the Eastern European countries gone, and the Middle yeah. East gone, right? Yeah. So now there's like they need to fill that void, but we've conveniently forgotten that Lash has already he's served. Not, the yeah, yeah. he's already
1: served his two years, <laughs> right? He's he started, started, from 13 to 15, yeah. I believe, right? Yeah, yeah. He's, he's been suspended once, and right. he's not. He looks 40, but he's not. How old is he? 24. He, he's in
0: his mid. Yeah, yeah. So it's like you know you. you You gotta wonder, right? Right. The biggest and not to say that like you couldn't change your ways. Like I firm I firmly believe that Sarah Robles competes clean. Right. I, I feel like that's like a reasonable thing. Right. But there's a lot of countries that have a strong history and a repeated pattern of not competing clean. So why should why would we think that like this time's any different? And how how Georgia missed like that. That cutoff of being banned blows my mind
1: because it's right next to Russia, like it's right there, right in the mix. How many countries got nine? Ban- nine, nine, and they got off. They got off. So Azerbaijan was hit. Bulgaria was hit. Uzbekistan. Uzbekistan was hit. All of the Iran. All of the countries okay. that you think. I, were I, hit. I'm
0: pretty sure Bulgaria doesn't have weightlifting anymore, which is <laughs> kind of sad. I know it is. It's I, I, I think they've been
1: all we uh, all we have left are the Iron Mind videos from the 80s now. God,
0: God bless, bless them. God bless Randall Strauss. God Give that man a shout out. Uh, so it, this this brings back, you know, this is to the question of, like, how did we get to the point of, or are we making progress in cleaning up the sport? So I'm arguing no. Right. right? And I feel, like, pretty strongly about that. I, I think a couple things have happened that are pretty good. If, you're, if your goal is to keep the Olympics in the sport – Ion should be president of the IWF. Mm-hmm. If your goal is to clean up the sport, Ion should not. Okay, so he's gonna be able to keep the the no matter how bad it gets, and I think this is why he was reelected. No matter how bad he gets, everybody on the, NG, on the NGB level understands that that man knows where all the bodies are buried. Mm-hmm. He can go to all the dark spots and he can keep that. He, he has the dirt on the IOC. Right. So he can keep it, the sport in the Olympics. Now, the man had pet snow leopards and a bulletproof limo, right? which was much needed because there's rumors that he's had like Russian hit contracts on his life okay. and shit like that. But you don't do that on a Humble public on, a public, servant. <laughs> on a, a public as a public servant. servant. I like know you are a public you servant. servant. You don't have hey, bulletproof limos.
1: You don't get <laughs> a snow leopard. Like just you, know, when you go to get Smart and get yeah. a fucking snow leopard. You know what this public servant has? Pug. Like a.
0: No. <laughs> what if he had a? What if he? What if your pug was dyed snow leopard? Does that Oh, count? my pug. Yeah, my pug. My couldn't pug is it. from the streets. He couldn't do it. So. <laughs> <laughs>
1: just,
0: <laughs> from the hood. So, if you're going to clean up the sport in terms of trying to get drugs right. out of weightlifting, you probably start with who the president of the IWF is, and then you got to ask yourself: Do you give a shit to have your sport in the Olympics? Mm-hmm. Okay. And this is like a this is hard for me because I'm a huge fan of the Olympics. From those of you who have heard other podcasts in the, the Jug Life podcast where we talk about it, yes. I pursued this path in PhD ness. Along with five other people. With five other people in the U.S. It's a huge booming field. (laughs) Um, And I I had a lot of interest and still do have a lot of interest in the Olympic Games and kind of the progression of it. Um, And so I feel strongly about the Olympic Games. I'm more along the lines of I liked how it was in 1896 versus how it is today. Mm. But you have to ask yourself, do you want the sport to remain in the Olympics? What do you lose if it's not in the Olympics? So obviously you don't have the competition – Every four years, mm-hmm. you don't have the ceremony, you don't have the the prestige of competing in the Olympics. But that being said, you still have the World Championships, and the World Championships keep getting bigger and bigger and bigger. And one of and I'll make the point that one of the most well-known Russian weightlifters, Anatoly Pisarenko, everybody's seen him squatting in a
1: diaper like 800 pounds, never. Competed in the Olympics. And I mean, especially with the cap that the Olympics have for right. your spots. Right. The world championships are so much more competitive in my right. humblest of opinion. Right. Because you have that full on the full team is there. Right. Um, I went down to Houston and watched, I drove down to Houston from Indianapolis, which <laughs> is quite a haul. <laughs> and Hot. yeah, it was all it was fantastic. I was I was also the tallest person in the entire hotel. It was right. the only time in my whole life. I like I was at a center <laughs> in the NBA. Um, I was the tallest person in any Starbucks line, so great. <laughs> but I mean, you see that full-on team there, and it was it was awesome. At right. the time, I mean, very small. Nobody was there to watch it, which right. was even better for me. Right. Heck yeah! But I mean, you have those Olympics; and you only have so many spots. So, and I'm just on a side note. I'm just a fan of the. I don't like the uh, just the medal for the total. I love the medals for the discipline in the snatch and the, shirt. and the clean and jerk and the total. Yeah, just another as an aside. Yeah, but
0: and I think that. Uh, you know the with the the new rules and the new weight classes and the way things are going. Yeah. So when they go, there's ten. There's gonna be ten categories. Mm-hmm. But when they go to the Olympics, they're, gonna take they're only gonna be seven. seven, which is similar to what wrestling and boxing mm-hmm. have done. The rumor is that they're gonna lop the the second from the last of each end of the spectrum so if it was like the current classes you'd get rid of the 62s and the 105s on the men's side the 53s and the 90s on the women's side and they're going to take one out of the middle Mm -hmm. okay and uh part of that is you know you need to take something out of the bell curve i've also heard that people want to take out some of the more heavily doped drug classes which just seems like a dumb reason yeah, I mean, it doesn't make no because sense. you're going to yeah. just be doing
1: drugs in a different weight category. Yeah, what are you going are you going to lop out the the 94s and the <laughs> 85s? 85s right? I mean, so you're
0: going to go from 77s to supers. Yeah,
1: I mean, I mean, I was a I was a big fan of going. I didn't like the 70 for the women, 75 straight to the 75 plus. There needed to be something in So right. I I I was a fan of doing the 90 or doing something in between the 75 and the supers for women. I don't know. Do you have any what do you think the the new classes are going to look like? I know you can't think exactly <laughs> (laughs)
0: Yeah. I mean, I think that in general, okay, so if you like look at the weight classes just as a a bell curve, right? Everybody can conceptualize that the majority of humans are in the 77 77. to 85 kilo range, right? That's just like normal. But as humans progress and evolve. It's gonna move farther and farther right. Right, right. that's how. You're like, going to get bigger and bigger. Right, right. exactly. It's, it's yeah, evolution. I mean, how many? Or, how right? many if you don't believe in that, how
1: many Americans are in the 56 category? It, like none. I mean, right. It, so, and but that's well, that's a global perspective because right. you got to keep
0: in mind you that about you're Asia. the tallest person in the world. I was.
1: Right. I had uh, uh, Henequin, the 85 for France, and then Tian Tao. They were like in Starbucks. Yeah. I gotta post them up in the day of the week. <laughs> she's she's
0: the red <laughs> red and Quentin has huge biceps. He's, right? he's, he's just, enormous. He's insane. Looks like a bodybuilder. Yeah, the does the British Eurosport chick always like trashes him. Oh, the tough. upper body's useless in this sport. Like, yeah, it's not, but. She, you know,
1: she was, she was, she's great. I, I love her. Yeah,
0: well, you just <laughs> love her because when I'm, she flamed Buff Mendez on his 180 opener or whatever, <laughs> told him he should have figured it out in the back room. Yeah, she doesn't care. She's pretty no, ruthless. No, no. She's,
1: she's ruthless. Uh,
0: so, give me an argument here that the sport has cleaned up.
1: I think the US and Western Europe has cleaned up. I mean, I don't know how much you can argue that like Eastern European and Asian countries have cleaned up. I mean, the US is... What, what are some of the numbers? I mean, you have lifters that are being tested here. Yeah. I mean, they're being tested all the time. Right. Um, I think it obviously creates an uneven playing field when your country is testing constantly um, and other countries are not. I also think that when you bring in, I think that now you have that kind of thing in those other countries that are not testing, so it's an uneven playing field.
0: So it's interesting to look at the the roadmap for Russia to get back in uh, for IWF to let them in, so IWF like gave them like these rules, okay. And I dug into this. I don't know how I got to the link. I got it from the main the IWF site, but it laid out like I'm gonna say 20 to 30 bullet points mm-hmm. that Russia or Rusada had to comply with. Right. And my understanding is that they're still hung up on two bullet points. They didn't say which two, okay. And so I kind of dug through them to see, you know, what the hell are they asking them to do. There's a couple that stuck out to me. One was the fact that they're demanding that rusada be independently financed and have no government backing which seems like an impossibility for that country
1: absolutely like
0: i, I don't understand like
1: it's embedded in it, the culture 100 uh, I mean, it's a
0: fucking socialism right I mean, this, is how, this is how these things that's work how it works right the government props everything up right Right, uh, capitalism does not succeed in a country where comes, faulty yeah. businesses are propped up by <laughs> government. This <laughs> is fucking fact. Uh, so I don't. I, I and then that just comes back to the question: Is okay? They're just going to move the the money in a loop, mm-hmm. right? So we haven't really changed anything. Right. Already. So this is to appease the IWF. So I can't imagine that that is uh, something that that Russia hung up on. It was interesting though that during this time. Two guys, well, I, I use that, it could be girls. two peoples mm-hmm. um, from UK's anti-doping agency are on the ground in Russia, and they are running all of their out-of-season testing and these sort of things, and they're trying to establish some sort of compliance and stuff like that. There's not supposed to be any tests done by RUSADA without the, like, eyes on from these two UK guys. Um, and as part of their penalty, uh, Russia had to pay... For those two guys, not only their salaries, but their mm-hmm. living expenses or travel, all those kinds of things. But what I found interesting, and this would be a point that I want to talk about it may appear that Icarus was a very good documentary talking about. It's good. Uh, if you haven't watched it, watch it. But it talks about uh, basically beating the WADA test and the uh, Abrams bottles mm-hmm. and shoving piss through a through hole. Doable, yeah. yeah. Right? And biological profiles and. Freezing urine and shipping it across the seas, whatever. So it's like pretty in depth. But in this roadmap, it basically laid out that the TEU, so the therapeutic exemption usage mm-hmm. rules that Russia was playing by, had to be changed. Which makes me wonder maybe that was a bigger deal than we were leading, than we were led to believe. Yeah. Because why would you put that in there? So Wait, you, th-
1: you think they run. I think, I, use yeah. Exemptions. I think
0: okay. I think it was. I think it probably was "quote unquote" therapeutic use, but right. the doctor was just like
1: because there's nothing like a 21 year old that needs therapeutic use exemptions for testosterone. Correct. And, and my point is like, what's the?
0: In in a lot of these countries, like the U.S. has like a pretty big masters population. It's yeah. people that have disposable income. Mm-hmm. They probably they might have been competitive. They might have found those sport late through CrossFit. Mm-hmm. They're traveling around. They're having a good time. And, but that master's community isn't the same everywhere. No. Right? So for example, like China doesn't have a big master, one of the largest weightlifting populations. Yeah. They don't have a lot of stuff that's not government sponsored or like funded training programs. Mm-hmm. And so it makes me think that they weren't probably monitoring, Russia's probably not monitoring a master's weightlifting competition, mm-hmm. right? So it makes me think that they, they might've been doing, you know, TEU as a way to get around more or less, failing the test, so you just say, "Oh yeah, I'm on all this shit because I got low T. Yeah. I'm 19, and therefore these you know test results are null and void."
1: Now again, I'm not a doctor, but as you were t- when you have steroid use, when you have that use, as you go as you age up, then your testosterone, your natural testosterone is going to drop. So when you get to that late 20s, you need the testosterone, the right. TRT and things like right. that to go through because now your body won't produce it anymore. So yeah, I mean, and as you were talking about with the um, the Masters population here. I, I, I know of several people that try to get t- uh, their use exemptions <laughs> yeah. that in, just denied just denied because yeah. I mean USADA is not going to let that fly,
0: which is one hundred percent absolutely ridiculous. Like who it, this would this would be my beef with USADA and whoever whoever's making the the calling the shots or what I don't I don't know how much input I'm not privy to know how much input USA Weightlifting has on to who's being tested other mm-hmm. than like maybe it's like their their registered testing pool, yeah. obviously. Um, but as far as like when you're at like meets, how they're picking who the randoms are yeah. for whatever reason, we get tested. Meaning lift lab athletes. Right. Like there hasn't been a single meet we've been to in the last three years where we haven't had somebody get tested.
1: Yeah, I, I think the testing of masters is ridiculous.
0: It's it's silly because it's silly for a few reasons. One, it's a waste of fucking money hey, because absolutely. you're really trying to find out people that are going to go compete on the international level for, like, for medals that, you know, world championships and Olympics and things like that. And you, wanna, you want them to be the ones that are representing the U.S. and competing clean. Right. So it's ridiculous. That. And it's a waste. Like, tests are expensive. So it's a waste of money. Mm-hmm. And I, I, we've had 30, you know, nine-year-old males get, you know, tested. And, yeah. and I saw a um, guy that was, like, in his – this was at the AO Series in Grand Rapids. He was in his late 40s. I saw him get tested. Point number two is ridiculous if these dudes just want to have a higher quality of life. Yeah. And you're telling them, like, you can't compete in the sport of weightlifting because you want to try to have sex.
1: Well, like, I mean, you're yeah, you're talking to those, like you said earlier, the testing should be for those elite level athletes that are going to be competing in the international, or maybe even the higher end of the national scale. It's not for the 55-year-old guy. In the G has, session? Yeah, who is in the G session, who is snatching his age, Doing the best he can, getting
0: overturned, getting light overturned, overturned but by a jury. Still, just blows he my mind.
1: Yeah, um, that, it's that, that's not for them. I mean, like you said, the money issue is one thing. It's just, is that really what we're? I mean, is that really the best use of well, time and resources? There's other implications for it too, right?
0: And like this is where the part the part that I'm a little like conflicted on. I think they should just give the damn therapeutic exemption. Like, if you're legitimately have low T and you're, you know. 35 years old or yeah. whatever the hell, whenever it starts to drop and you're in, then that's fine, right? Because, and how many 35 year olds are really competing for titles yeah. other than Colin Burns, right? Yeah. Like there's there's always gonna be a one-off. There's like,
1: yeah, there's always the anomaly. But 90% of people that when you cross that threshold, I mean, unlike unless you're Barry Bonds, you're not getting better at 38, <laughs> which I think we can all understand. I mean, you're not 74. Yeah, you're home not, You're not competing on the international stage or competing for those those scarce spots on the international stage. Right. It's just it's just a waste of time and resource. Yeah,
0: 100. percent The implications for it are like, supposedly, I mean, this is kind of one another one of these rules that is or isn't enforced, and you can ask, are you cleaning things up mm-hmm. or not? But there's a USADA rule that if you have a positive test. You also cannot coach, right? I, okay, yeah, absolutely. And this has like been been brought up multiple times. My understanding is there's been multiple complaints filed against uh, Norick and Jenny, mm-hmm. right? And first of all, there's a lot of people in the shadows that just hate certain weightlifters, yeah. right? And they just right. like bring them down. Right. So right. my understanding is that Norick and Jenny have been complained on a couple times, but somewhere along in the in the bylaws it states that as long as he's not explicitly telling her to change something mm-hmm. that's how they're defining coaching okay. which seems really odd yeah. so you could definitely make a
1: program you could suggest ways to yeah. properly lift but you just couldn't say you can't be on the um like the bio you can't be on the bio as the as the, right
0: right as the register. you show. can't be in the warm up room you can't be in the warm up right? room you okay. you can be there watching okay um, if you, and you can be in the crowd. In fact, I know that the last few meets that uh, Buff, speaking of Buff, Buff mm-hmm. Mendez has been at, he's tried to go in the back room, I believe, with his, uh, with his girlfriend or his fiance right. or wife or whoever it is that lifts for bros or mm-hmm. out there and the whole thing. He's been escorted to leave. Really? Right? Like mul- yeah. multiple times. See, that's
1: just, I mean, I don't know, man. It's just, <laughs> it's just I don't understand it. I,
0: I definitely don't think that testing the master's population is a good use of time. I, because at the end of the day you're asking somebody like to choose over to choose quality of life right. over weightlifting. Yeah. Right. And I get it that professional sports pretty much ruined a lot of progressive uses for testosterone injection and yeah. those sort of things like I understand. I see how it played out mm. in the media and stuff like that. I do think it'll swing back yeah, but in the meantime Yeah,
1: and there'll be a self a self correction kind of like a, just like a self correction in the marketplace. It'll self correct. But you're right. I just don't see the need. I mean, I just don't understand. I don't understand why a 55-year-old person who is using (laughs) testosterone or something for quality of life, or just because they want to lift more. They're not making the international stage. They're not not representing the country. There's no reason to test that person. There's also no reason to overturn a three white light.
0: (laughs) I agree. I mean, the the thing about it is we know that, okay, I mean, we know that it's gonna happen. Mm -hmm. Like, it's gonna happen, a master's lifter, a master's lifter is going to test positive. I mean they hell they could they could come from lift lab. Right. Like you don't know. You yeah. never know what somebody's doing. Okay, so and then it's what do you want to enforce and where does where does your code of ethics and what do you feel like the punishment should be? I'll also make this point. I don't remember which American Open, but Danny Lair tested positive. Mm-hmm. Okay. The significance of that is one, he was a master's. In my opinion, shouldn't have been tested. Right. Two his company is a sponsor for USA Weightlifting, and is still a vendor at Meats. It's caffeine and kilos. I had no idea. Caffeine and kilos. They paid at one point. Well, now I knew they were.
1: The, I had no idea that the that he test it positive as a. Yeah, he's, he's on a ban. I had no idea.
0: He's on a band. I just. I and but it's like you know that obviously obviously when you when you show up and set up a booth right. you give. USA will see money. Hey, they'll take the right? money, I mean, so know, it's like they,
1: yeah, they know what size the bread's butter. Right. And I, I, I kind of like,
0: I, I don't know if I necessarily mind, but it, it definitely seems like there's some gray area to decide on what you want to enforce and yeah. what you don't want to enforce. The other other thing I checked about this is if you test positive in another sport, mm-hmm. you're banned from coaching in a different sport. So, for example, if you had a track and field, uh, or if you had a Sorry, if you had a master's weightlifter right. that tested positive, that also coached track and field, like USA track and field, they would be banned in the USA track and field sport as well.
1: So just blanket ban test positive. If you're now.
0: if if you are in a sport that has a contract with USADA, that is my understanding. Okay. Is you're banned across all sports? I don't know. Yeah, I'm telling
1: you, I asked. <laughs> I sent him an email. I want to bring in the guy that's banned another <laughs> sport. No, can't hire that but, guy. I mean, yeah, just to lay it. I mean, I'm all for leveling the playing field. USADA's is testing all of our athletes. I mean, that's that's great. It's awesome. I just don't understand. Just I'm I'm always going back to the time and resource. What is the best way? The best uses of the resources and time of USA weightlifting, USADA, WADA, everything is it really necessary to test some of these people right. that have no? Let's you know you got to call, call it as it is. They're not. They have no chance of a international stage. Zero. Zero chance. Right. Let you, them enjoy the sport. Why are you spending any yeah. money on that? Why are you spending take, money and wasting time on that?
0: Yeah, take the top five in every category. Top five in every category and
1: that's who you're looking at. Right. Right? Making sure that they're clean. When they go to the international stage and they're representing the country, they're not going to come back. I mean, and like, they're like they're you're not going to make it look at like right. They're and not going to embarrass you. And in that scenario, the IOC is happy. Absolutely. The yeah. USOC is
0: Everybody's happy. happy. Everybody's happy. Right. And because it, it, the other part of it too is you know, you can, you can also make the argument that like the message from the IOC is a little fucked up because, okay, you put all these tests in play, you caught a whole bunch of people cheating, F- and now yes. guess what? We're going to punish you. We might kick your sport out of the Olympics for catching these people. Yeah, so then the message is conflicting, right? And that's why I think it goes back to the point that they probably, it's more or less an issue of embarrassment. Right? Because it, it, I mean, if you really think about it, that's a conflicting message. It's telling you don't try so hard to clean up your sport.
1: I'll tell you what I'm, also, I'm not a fan of. I'm not a fan of the – and I could be – I don't know how you feel on this. I'm not a fan of bringing back the 08 samples and the 2012 right, samples. Right, right,
0: right. You know right. I, Different ball I, Listen, if you pass yep.
1: the test in 08, you pass the test. Right. I don't like that you then come back and retroactively ban – Correct. Eight years later, and yeah. take away gold medals. I mean, everybody, you've already you've already gotten you've already gotten all the kind of uh, the spoils of your victory. Right. Why are you going to come back and take the medal? Right. It's tough. I I don't know. I know it might be a minority opinion. I'm not a fan of the retroactive. You, pass, you take you give the test. They pass the test. They move on.
0: Right. I he, Adam Nelson talked about has talked about this. Uh, I don't know if you know who he is. He's no, a no. he's a shot putter, and he like he never won a medal. He was like really good in the U.S. He was adamant on competing clean. Uh, and he was awarded a medal after a bunch of retroactive tests. Uh, yeah. And so, but then they were like, they so they, you know, obviously you don't have your ceremony. Right, don't where they, they mailed it to him? Well, you know, they actually did a nice thing. They took him out to the track and field championships in Eugene okay. and they gave him his own ceremony, okay. which was nice. But he, the things that he was saying, he was like, look, he's like, I always knew in my heart of hearts that I put my best effort into this thing. And I did the best that I could and I competed in a way that I felt good
1: about. And he's like, honestly? That's all that matter. Yeah, I mean, you. I mean, there is there's something to be said for that. I mean, you're you're competing, you're going kind of with the spirit of the Olympics. You're doing the best you can. You're playing the even playing field. You're playing clean. I just, I mean, it's, it sucks.
0: I mean, we we agree that you can have drug tested sport, right, or non drug tested right. sport, but you can't have drug free sport. No, right. And somebody's
1: always going to be fi- finding some way to.
0: kind of cut the corners. I can make a recommendation for a book to our avid listeners. Mm -hmm. Game of Shadows.
1: Yeah. It's about Barry Bonds and
0: Balco and the whole thing. And basically, if you want to make designer drugs, apparently, what you do is you get on and you look at all the the patents that have been filed on drugs that are related to cancer and muscle wasting. Mm -hmm. And once they file a patent, there's a chemical formula that you can concoct with like a from my understanding, I mean, fucking Victor Conti was a was like a paper salesman. Exactly. He dropped <laughs> out <of laughs> high school, so basically, with a high school biology class, you can make elite <laughs> drugs. You, just make by yeah, you can make cream in the clear. And it was like Dan Duchesne, I think, wrote like a whole book on this, and he like, yeah. a guy, yeah. he's like, yeah, he was his guy from like Illinois hey, or Missouri, yeah, yeah, exactly, right, exactly. Okay. God, just just shitting on the Midwestern values, by the way. But. uh <laughs> You're like so you go on there and you find out what the chemical makeups are, and then you get on the Azerbaijan. Yeah. Ali what is the the biggest, largest retailer? Uh, not Ali, it's not Alibaba. Brian, what is it? You're a young kid. What? The the largest uh like retail website you can buy shit real cheap. What kind of no.
1: What
0: we, are you talking about? Alibaba. Azerbaijan not Azerbaijan. You're not no, that's talking like about constantly. Amazon <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, <no>. It's like <laughs> <laughs> no, I was like, yeah, you know or you some
1: you shit
0: like that. that." You know about the Amazon. kids don't know about the Amazons and the YouTubes, uh, but anyway, you just go on there yeah. and you click on your chemical concoction, right. and you got to wait twelve days for it to clear customs. And next thing you know, you're in your mom's basement eating your boogers. You mix it up <laughs> and you make Barry Bonds hit seventy three fucking home runs at forty five years old, and Roger Clemens' skull grows. Yeah, With, that's like a, a high school biology, you know, class. Right. So. Getting to my last point, okay. I think that, like, most of the stuff cleaned up, the the, uh, time will tell. Mm -hmm. Next year's worlds, that is either in Turkmenistan or Kazakhstan, somewhere where cheating's rampant. Listen, okay.
1: If the Reddit weightlifting forum is to Uh, be trusted, and I like to think that it is, is deep with knowledge, deep with knowledge, they, they got Turkmenistan in the thread all right now i'm not gonna I mean,
0: I'm, okay. never, they have
1: never steered me wrong all right right it so weightlifting thread well, no matter where it's at the re <laughs> hey check that out too
0: it's a good one too i get accused <laughs> all the time of being like some person and i'm actually not on it but i've I always, never posted but, but i read always, it all the people time people always like send it to me they're like you, did you see this and it always ends up being true yep um I got a, I got accused one time because I knew some insider information and they're like you're the only person we told them I'm like I, s- I
1: swear I didn't tell anybody is that the one I sent you I sent, yes! the, I sent, I sent yeah. it you from Reddit I'm like yeah. I saw this in Reddit
0: <laughs> shit is this true um, so yeah get on the Reddit thread so if the weightlifting championships are held in Turkmenistan Turkmenistan we have the Turkmenistan Turkmenistan Sada right <laughs> whatever it is um, will there be Positive tests? Will there be cheating? Will there be doping? And more importantly, will there be world records? Because I will
1: put my money down, there will be very few positive tests. I,
0: I w- I'm going to agree, and I'm going to, I'm also going to say that there's going to be a lot of world records broken. I, yes. And well, or wait, that'll be, well, that that'll be new weight classes. So there, there will, will, be will be all, all new. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, okay. Compared to the next closest class, mm-hmm. records will be smashed. Yeah. And I think it's it', it we'll, we'll see we'll see if the sport's cleaned up or not, but I, I think that we're on a slippery slope here still with the corruption and like the the underhandings and all that stuff. I, I think some of it's a, a facade and yeah, to steal from Barry Bond's book a game of Shadows. so but let me ask you this: you're a casual viewer at home, which I am love it would would. Would you rather see Ilya's 242 clean and jerk
1: live or Lash's 220 snatch live? I would say Lash's 220 snatch. There's just something about the snatch. Mm. And this is just getting to the heart of weightlifting. There's something about taking 220, the smoothness off the floor, all in one motion. I'm a sucker. I'm a sucker (laughs) for a a just well-executed snatch. Now, because it's 220 kilos, it makes it even better. Yeah. But yeah, if I'm, you know, gun to my head, I'm saying two Losh is 220. So inch. here's the deal. I,
0: three weeks ago, I watched a 242 clean and jerk from behind the stage. Right. We watched At, Fernando and yeah, with AO, yeah. right? We, were, we had lifters in that session. And I was like, I ain't missing this. No, and dude, smashed two forty-two. You know, you know it's a real deal when the when the jury tells you to put the green plates inside the, On the college because it's, it's going to come off the bar. <laughs> which, by the way, it's about time for a bigger bar. Yeah, uh, I mean, you're gonna have to go to a twenty-five kilo bar that's eight eight and a half feet long. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's just going to have to happen. But imagining a guy doing that—that's only ninety-four kilos—is just amazing. And Hook Grip's best slow motion video in the history of slow motion videos is Illus Two Forty Two. That and he did it, and we all knew he was on drugs. Yeah. But I'll also say this: if you look at what he tested positive for, they should give the, him another medal. The lowest because level. He had, yeah, he had like yeah. B B rate drugs, yeah. right? Like, if and that also makes me think that he didn't fail the test. That they just kind of like. You know, we, I, we need to fail you because we know you're doing a bunch of other shit. But we didn't actually give you the drug test. There's a lot of people saying that he went from the warm-up room, mm-hmm. or sorry, the back room to the metal stand to gone. There's multiple people really? saying that he never took a damn test at Worlds when he hit 242. I mean, is it 242? Okay. Said like the media got around him. He never got escorted. I I don't know if that's true. That happened. Yeah, who knows? Other side I mean, it's like
1: world. I mean, I don't want to digress. But you have the, one of the most impressive lifts that I saw in the you know recent memory was. Synkranes 217 at Rio. <clears throat> the way he stood up with 217, I don't think I can stand up faster with <laughs> 70 <laughs> kilos. Yeah, right? I mean, he just bang out of the hole. I, and again, he comes in. He tests. He tests positive in Rio. Yep. Yep. Did it make my kind of just visceral reac- reaction to that? I mean, I was, I was, I was awestruck. So what?
0: So what happens? And look.
1: We all like
0: you don't. You're not a huge, you're not a fan of weightlifting if you don't like big lifts. Like, no, no. You, you're not there. Like you don't ever want to see red lights. No. The only time I want to see red lights is when they drop the bar
1: and they never had it above their head. If I see right. one more good lift overturned oh by a jury, I'm going to jump in front of a car.
0: It. it, it I'll flip a table over. <laughs> At some point, a table's getting flipped over. But if. If, let's say the sport's clean, mm-hmm. it's 100% cleaned up, okay? And we're watching worlds from some Eastern European country,
1: yeah, supposedly
0: Turkmenistan, okay? And Ilya's there, and Lasha's there, and Ilya comes out and clean and jerks 215, and Lasha comes out and snatches 190.
1: Are you still happy? I mean, it goes back to. And let's say they look like shit doing it. And that's what it's gonna do. It, <laughs> it, go, it goes back to. If if Ilya's coming in, he's doing two fifteen, two twenty, and it's a, and it's a, um, it's a competitive class. Like you know, somebody hits two nineteen, somebody hits two. I mean, the sport is a sport. I mean, the numbers. I'm a. I mean, I'll be the first to admit I love to see big lifts. That's why I mean. That's why right. I like weightlifting. Right. But I also think there's something to be said for the competition. Like if you're coming in and you hit two nineteen, I come and I hit two twenty and I win by one kilo. Yeah. It's still a competitive you know, it's still a competition. But I mean there's some there's just something. And he hits that when he hits two forty two when um You've you got 239, you got 240, and then he comes in and hits 242 to take it. Oh, it's like three it was, world, yeah, records, three world back records back to back to back. Bang, 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 yeah. I mean, that was awesome. You can't beat that. You cannot beat that.
0: The, and to go back to the – I really need to figure out her name, but the uh, the British chick that does all the Eurosport announcing, when she was like flaming Ilya, mm-hmm. because in between the snatch and the clean jerks, remember, he snatched. He, he snatched, he was in like fourth in the snatch. Yeah, right? he comes in which like is, 180, which 180. Which is 180, normal, which right? He is, normally, basically, yeah. he's like – Just trying to not bomb out, right? And so, you know, he's back there. One, he's like posted on Twitter, Mm -hmm. okay? And so, like they're pulling that up on the screen, he's like dancing around techno style, waving to the cameras, all shit. And this lady's like flaming him, like you know, he should be focused and da 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 da. Get off my lawn, (laughs) you know, like total old person type shit, and. You're like in the back of your mind. You're like, of course he's having a great time. He's about to go out here and break a world record yeah. and beat everybody by forty kilos. I mean,
1: what's what's the what's the uh, the, old, the the saying? You know, snatches win medals, but clean and jerks win championships. Yeah, I mean, you, right. you, when you have that Ilya clean and jerk, or you have you're one of those guys who has that gigantic clean and jerk. You know, you just hold water. You right. hold water in the snatch. You don't bomb right. out. You go in. You play consistent. You stay with it. You come in fourth. Who cares? Like you got your fourth, your fifth. You know, you're gonna come in and just smash a world. That's like the thing we've always talked about. Everybody talks about how Ilya is—he's the nicest guy in the back room. Right. Hey, right, thanking. Hey, how you doing? Everybody, right. I would be too because I know I'm gonna beat everybody. I'm crush you. <laughs> i right? Yeah, I don't hate you because you're so—I'm so much better than you.
0: Well, it's like we had our, our guy that worked here. Like he went, and hung out with them. and yeah, he said he was like a fun. He said he was like the was just cool guy to hang out with, talk to, listen to techno. They were both in techno, mm-hmm. and basically just talk about weightlifting the yeah. whole time. Talk like, about
1: spiky hair,
0: <laughs> right? For, for, Balding
1: at 22. I mean, it's like he's got a full head now. I as yeah. as a balding man, I'm a little jealous.
0: So I, I think it'll be interesting to see the kind of numbers he does. He also like when you're as experienced as him, mm-hmm. some time off is like that dude takes planned years off anyway. Well, he, he's two like yeah. one to two years yeah. off after. So he every just day. does it. So the the idea that he could come back and and smash weights and do something in the 240 range well he's
1: back on he's back on training now if you've if you followed the instas you know he's back he's, he's back hitting 70 kilos for reps oh now. he's well shit. i mean he, things by, are getting real trust he'll be back you know at 170 in short order and then to 220 right, right. After that. next um yeah all things jim did the i don't know if you followed it they did the the track when he did last time on his build up yeah it was unreal you know he comes yeah. in he's working with the bar for two weeks, then it's seventy. <laughs> then it's ninety. <laughs> then it's one forty. It's like next thing you know, he turns two twenty. He's got two twenty on the bar. So yeah, progressive <laughs> overload. This is how this works. Kids, yeah, you can you, do you, this. You guys home. have read the books. So yeah, is the this book. good? Yeah, look, look at that.
0: Uh, and you could. God, we could do a whole podcast on Ilya's weight and we really could. Oh, yeah. But if even so, before the two forty-two. And, like, think about young Ilya, still thin, balding, spiky hair. Right, right. Uh, There was, like, an argument for a long time that he was never doing a legal jerk because of his forced oscillation on the bar. I can see mean, I mean, like, it
1: it was worse in his early days. When he was in 85? Yeah.
0: Yeah, for sure. It was like,
1: you could see he was doing it, like. like, You could tell he was doing it on purpose. He was hitting that. He was using it. Again, I mean, that's a.
0: But people were passing it. Absolutely, and international meets, international meets, which makes me think again. Everybody wants to see made lifts. Yeah, nobody wants to see dudes get called for press. Oh out. yeah, you get. I mean, o- no, oscillated two twenty down. Well, man, oscillated the, his
1: bar. Who was the Who was the Iranian? The ninety four who picked the bar up off the floor after the zeros hit, and they just count, They counted it. Oh, you know okay. I'm talking. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. Um, no, well, they're like, I'm, I'm, I'm like, like good. oh, we look down, we look up. It I'm good moving. with it. I'm good I don't care. It. I don't care. He made the left. Hey, I mean, wh- wh- you want a timeout? We like That's what you're cheering for. A timeout. We've talked about it's, if it's not egregious. If it's not as egregious, get your up, hand off that button. Get your hand off Guys, the button. Stop being I me mean, shit. It's just the old rules are rules. Yeah. Like I got right. my, you know, I, I got get my referee certification in '76. Right. And I want. I got Ed the Rock Hockley <laughs> Syndrome. I got to get my face out there. I got to get as many much. Well, you know what? You wanna make
0: the sport more exciting is if it was about the ref. <laughs> God, that's about as lame as somebody thinking <laughs> this sport be more exciting. Who's about the coaching?
1: God, you see me in the <laughs> I'm, just, I'm eating, I'm eating, and falling asleep. Yeah, here's
0: Doug coaching. Well, he's eating gummy bears. Yeah, thrilling take, stuff. Take, take another one. Oh man. Uh, so, but short answer, Ilya comes back and does 220. It's no comp. Well, I mean, even his comp. If he com- just doesn't look, if he just look it doesn't look like Ilya, oh, yeah. 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 Doesn't look like
1: the fridge, right?
0: So, I mean, I'll give you a good example, like uh, Piros' last Olympics. Okay, we were used to watching Piros. yeah. And now, granted, his down performance still got him bronze, right? But I remember watching; I was like, "God, oh, this isn't Piros anymore." Yeah. And his was a result of age. Age, yeah. I mean, he just said, "When you compete like in four, four Olympics, Olympics right? right?" I mean, you're you're old, yeah, more or less. Father so,
1: Time is undefeated.
0: Undefeated. But I I would have a hard time because Ilya's not old. If he comes back and he does like a 220, it'd be tough.
1: I mean, you could make the argument that if he comes back and he does 220 and still wins, that it is, he's now a clean athlete and he comes back and beats a clean field. Because at the end of the day, you know, it's, these guys are not, they're still the best lifters. I'd
0: like to point something out here. He's, Kendrick Ferris has been flamed a lot. He got flamed for a lot of shit that he said. Mm-hmm. People accuse him of being on drugs all the damn time. Never, never even come close to failing a drug yeah. test. And he was very outspoken about it, mm-hmm. about people taking drugs. People lost their shit when he put a Facebook or Twitter up. This was like in 2008, yeah. 10, something like that. That he thought that if you were using drugs, you would gain an additional 10% on your lifts, And I find that interesting. Because if you take 10% off of Ilya's lips,
1: Kendrick's not that far behind. No. I mean, I mean so it's like, damn, mate, what if he's right? I mean, I'm, I, I'm, a, I'm a, uh, a huge Kendrick fan. My first meet was, I don't know what it was, it was maybe the American Open. It was in Columbus. It was at the Arnold. It had to be 2011, because I got the uh, our, the bridge to London, so it was before the 2012. Yes. I got the shirt, and that was the one where he passed out in the squat jerk. Yeah. Um, since then, because that was the first time I had been really bad. Yeah. I had done, you know, basic weightlifting in the weight room for football and things like that and crossfit and stuff like that, but I never actually seen a high-level meet like right. that. So I'm a sucker from uh, yeah. Kendrick Ferris yeah. left. But, yeah, I, I agree. I mean, he's right there. I mean – You also have to take – when you're stepping in the shoes of the athletes, and you know that X, Y, and Z are competing dirty, and you're competing clean because you've been tested 47 times in right. the last right. 48 days, right. you get enough it's blood got, to keep it's, the blood it's, center in business. it's got to be just—it's got to be just, right. it's got to be a, just uh, right. a burn.
0: You know, actually, two summers ago, I had this conversation with Travis Cooper, mm-hmm. and uh, we were talking. is are out of juggernaut. We were talking about this, and he goes, "You can look at it one of two ways." And this was a real good point. He can said he said, "You can look at it like." Usad is trying to catch me, yeah. Or you can look at it as Usad as trying to prove my innocence, yeah. Right, and so he's like, and he was like, I just, I just choose the latter, you know. He's like, you test me, fine, shit, I ain't nothing to hide, yeah. And I, I, I think that so <clears throat> to come full circle, although I want to see big lifts. If you take drugs out of it, you also can really get the picture that Team USA. Is going to look a lot different on the international Absolutely. stage. Absolutely, and like, look at all the talent we got coming up, and you can just see the table being set mm-hmm. for us to do some just crazy good things with with Harrison, CJ, Maddie, yeah. uh, just. All all the forty eight girls, all the seventy five girls, like those classes. You saw it. Tough. You saw
1: it in, in at the world. At the worlds, right? I mean, you take out much those better nine place countries, in. right? You're right in the mix. You're right in the mix. You're, you're right no in the longer. Mix. You're no longer what twenty first or 26th or right. something. Yep. Now you're yep. right there. I mean, you're right you know, there. You're getting a full team. You're right there. in the twenty yep. in Tokyo. Exactly.
0: So you know, obviously, being a fan of Team USA, USA first, like mm-hmm. that's what I want. I just hope that the the cleanup is actually the cleanup. Because my fear is it's. It's a lot. You don't want to be a halfway not.
1: clean. You to You don't want. Like, what it, it was like in 2016? Exactly. You have the Americans and you know Canada and Western Europe and all these other countries that are clean, and then everybody else is not. Right. Because then you're going to be, hey, we're hitting right. 200, 214 as a 94, right. Against 246. Right. I come on, or right. you know, 235. Right. Even right.
0: Yeah. It, I mean, I love to see it. I love to see it clean. I love to see U.S. medals. Absolutely. Who doesn't like to see the U.S. on the podium? (sighs) Best country in the world, (laughs) on the planet. Doug, do you have anything to add to our audience before we sign out of here? I do not, Dan. I I had had a blast. I think we pretty well smashed some uh, IWF
1: talk. This is my first podcast. As someone who's listened to thousands and thousands of podcasts at the dog park, walking to Lift Lab. Next time we do this,
0: we'll let you tell the listeners why
1: you stopped listening to Joe Rogan. (laughs) All right, we're out. Thanks, Bri. Thanks, Brian. Why did you stop listening to Joe Roper? It's water, man. Man, it's the sphinx, man. That ain't ain't wind. That's water. Did I hit
0: stop recording, Brian?